Good morning, Zio family. Uh, my name is Salin. It is a privilege to be today joining you uh, to share a bit of the Word of God. And today is Father's Day, and what a privilege to remember who He is in our lives. So um, what God has put into my heart is to, for us to reflect a bit about uh, His character, his, this father figure that we today usually say, God the Father, because um, not always people used to acknowledge him as God the Father. And um, as we go through the scriptures, uh, in the first book of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, uh, it starts with this statement, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the word God uh, in Hebrew there, it's Elohim, which means the mighty one, the, or the sovereign ruler, creator of all the universe. So the people of God first acknowledge God as this creator, this uh, ultimate king above all other kings. And so um, this word has a special meaning because it is in, not in a singular, but it's plural. So in the verse, one, verse 26 of uh, the first chapter of Genesis, when God decides to create mankind, he says, let us make mankind our, in our image. So he said, let us. And that brings us to the point of understanding that this Elohim is a unity. So uh, I'll uh, expand it further uh, later uh, when we come to that. But uh, as well, in Exodus uh, chapter 3, verses 14 to 15, when Moses encountered God uh, uh, on that uh, burning bush, God introduced himself as Yahweh. He said, I am that I am. This is the translation for our English, I am that I am. God who exists. I am the one who exists. Or in other words, I am the one who is. So the, this is in present tense. It's not God, I, I am the one who was, I am the one who is. So it means the eternal God. The one who is and will always be, I am. I am today, I am yesterday, I am tomorrow, I am. So this eternity of God brought us to the perspective of this being that before everything that exists had existed, he already is. Okay. So um, even further, we got to a point where God's people were rescued uh, from Egypt through Moses, and they kept on remembering this God as the Redeemer of his people. So uh, Isaiah 64, chapter, uh, verse 8 and 9, the prophet tells us this uh, prayer. Yet you, Lord, are our Father. You are, we are the clay and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be angry be beyond measure, Lord. Do you not remember our sins forever? Oh, look on us, we pray, for we are all your people. But uh, this acknowledgement that, that Isaiah shares here with us, uh, it was not something that uh, the people of Israel usually thought of God as the Father. Uh, matter of fact, uh, when Jesus referred to God as his Father, they become shocked by his uh, claims about being the Son of God. 
But we see here that they acknowledge God as the sovereign ruler and also the redeemer of his people. And they also were um, descendants of uh, the forefathers, Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. And uh, they had this faith that these were only God one day that rescued them and brought them from, uh, from the Egypt to the promised land. One day would send the Messiah the ultimate rescuer for his people. So when Jesus came about, he started sharing about his father. And his statements, uh, we can see in Matthew chapter 6, chapter six verse 4, and he said, And our father who sees in secret will repay you. Or another uh, verse in verse 8, he said, our father, Your father knows what you need before you ask him. Or, your father who sees what is hidden will repay you. This brings us the picture of God who is all-knowing. That even the deepest secrets in your life, God knows. So Jesus wanted to show us the dimension of this intimate God that knows everything and is able for, to do everything. Jesus also showed us how to pray. And glorifying God in prayer, he said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. May your kingdom come in, have, as in, in earth as it is in heaven. In Matthew chapter 11, Jesus also said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to the little children. Jesus was uh, speaking about the humility of recognizing who God is. So Jesus uh, then tell us that we should follow his example, that we should look at him as a humble of heart and become the, the ones who would rest upon his yoke as he shared about being the Son of God. Jesus also, uh, as... Um, Earlier, our sister Amy shared the scriptures from John chapter 5. We came to a point where he started operating miracles. And in an occasion, he had cured a sick man. And that sick man was brought into the authorities. And because uh, Jesus did the miracle on a, on a Sabbath, on a Saturday, uh, that was against their tradition, they started to criticize Jesus about that. And uh, when they inquired Jesus, Jesus said to his defense, My father is always at his work to this very day, and I too am working. For this, season, this reason, they tried all more to kill him, not only because he was breaking the Sabbath, but because he was even calling God as his own father, making himself equal with God. Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his Father doing. Because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. So this brings me to the message that God gave me today. To say, like Father, like Son. Jesus was since the beginning with God. And even though the people that was rescued by God, the followers of God, the people of God, they thought that they knew God, 
they actually didn't know the all about God. They knew simple nudges, simple um, images of God. And Jesus wanted to get deeper into this relationship, this fatherly God, this God that is a father, that is a loving and caring and merciful father. And so uh, Jesus told us also the parable of the uh, prodigal son in Luke chapter 15, when he tells a story about uh, a son that asks his father for uh, his inheritance, and he goes and spends all the money with his friends, and when he gets to a point where he lost everything, he repents and goes back to his father. And when he gets to his father, the father receives him in open arms and tells his servants to just get the best clothes and to clothe him and to put him a ring in his finger and sandals in his feet and they, to kill the, uh, an animal and to come and celebrate. And there was a great party because that son that was dead had now come to life because that son recognized that he really needed that father. And you know what? That son, he said to the father when he met him, that he was no longer worthy of being called his son. Aren't you and I the same? Are you worthy of being called son of God, or children of God, or daughter of God? But let me tell you something. Jesus broke into this world as the Son of God. And when he came to his people, the Jewish people, many of them didn't recognize him as, as such. So John chapter 1 tells us that he came for his own, but they didn't recognize him. But to all those who recognize him, they gave, he gave him the right to become called sons of God. So we were adopted by God by accepting the Jesus, the Son of God, that came to rescue us. And so in John chapter 3, verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So Jesus wanted to teach us that all that he had learned he have learned with the Father. And all that he was doing, it was concerning to the will of the Father. So he was trying to teach us that the Father loves us, wants to have a relationship with us. And because we went astray, we went away from the Father, we followed our own path away from the Father, we were lost and spiritually we were dead. And Jesus came to bring us eternal life. He came to make a commitment of giving his life in exchange for my life and from your life, for your life. That's what Jesus did. And uh, by doing that, we became adopted by God. Adopted by God. So you might remember that a few weeks ago, our pastor, uh, when we started our series, he, he told about we are intentionally created to the image of God. That's what Genesis tells us. 
but also that we are deeply known, that even before we were born, God knows us. We heard this morning that He is all-knowing. He knows everything. We are also unconditionally loved because God loved us so much that He gave us His best, His only Son, to come and become as us, flesh as I am flesh, as you are flesh, human kind. The creature, the, the creator becoming similar to the creature he created, but showing us the way to get to the heart of the Father. He also made us become adopted by God. And today, me and you can say, Abba Father, as he said, our Father. But uh, the Jewish people, at that point, they didn't know him as their father. They had, didn't have this uh, habit of calling our father. So they were a bit confused of Jesus mentioning that he was the son of God. But he was really the son of God. And we were created with the purpose of coming in connection with this God this wonderful Father. And now that me and you, the ones who accepted Jesus' testimony as the Son of God, the ones who accepted God as our Savior, the ones who said, God, I give you my life, the ones that God, here am I, forgive me for my sins, for my wrongdoings, the ones who accepted this gift of of the Son of God. We are now challenged by Him to become like Him. Sons and daughters, as Jesus is the Son of God. Now me and you, we are challenged to become like Jesus. And so, my loved ones, Jesus left us this command. Love one another, love one another as I have loved you. And so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. He also challenges us to love our enemies. In Matthew 5, uh, Jesus tells us about several things that people were used to do. They were thought about doing. But he said in, in verse 43, this, these words, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain to the righteous and unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are you not even uh, are not even the tax collector doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do, do that? So be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Jesus challenges us to be able to be people who forgives those who sometimes hurt us and work against us and challenges to go beyond. 
So today, as we think about the Father's Day, Father's Day, to become more like the Father, this Heavenly Father, this merciful, forgiving Father, this uh, loving and caring Father, I got to imagine that many of us may not have had the privilege of ever a father who was a dedicated person, a present person, who was there for them when they needed. But let me tell you this. God is here for you. He is always present. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will never abandon you. Even if your parents may not show that love and caring that you deserve, God wants me to tell you this this morning. You are loved. God loves you. He paid the ultimate price for you. And He wants you to know Him, to get closer to Him. And He wants to journey with you. So therefore, it's important that we learn how to live a godly life, a life that pleases the Lord. And um, therefore, being able to love one another and forgive one another, it's very, very important. Matter of fact, I, I can assure you that if you are not able to forgive somebody from the hurting and pain that they caused to you, how can you expect God, you, God to forgive you? So it is important that we learn to do as Jesus did. Because even when he was being crucified in that cross, he said, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. I don't know about you today. Um, if there is anyone close to you, a member of your family, a friend, your father maybe, your mother, someone that needs your forgiveness today. I invite you this morning to join me later in prayer about this issue. Because we know that our Father is also just. He's not only merciful, loving, caring, but He's also just. So um, God shows us that we should do unto others the same way we, we, used, uh, we would like others to do unto us. So, this is our purpose, to become more and more like Jesus and more and more like the Father. As Jesus and the Father are like one, Jesus compels us to become one as they both are one. This is what he said in John chapter 17 as he was praying for us, praying for the ones who one day would believe in him through the testimony of the apostles. Me and you. Yes, Jesus has prayed for me and you to become one with him as he is one with the Father. So this is the message that I wanted to share with you today. God is our loving Father. Today he invites us to be in peace, to be in unity as he is one with the Father Jesus and Father and the Holy Spirit, they are one God. He wants us to become one as He is one as well. So it's very important for us to restore our relationships 
That's the reason why I want us to pray. First, I want to pray for those of you probably watching us today for the first time that haven't had yet the opportunity of saying, yes, God. I recognize like that prodigal son that Jesus told the story that I went astray, that I did my wrongdoings. I recognize that I need you today. I recognize that I need to become your son, to come back to your arms again. I want to pray for you. And I would ask you to pray with me this prayer. Amen. Father God, you are the almighty creator of all the universe. You say in your word that I was planned, that I was created by you. I don't exist by chance. You showed me that you know me. You showed me that you care for me, that you love me. Even though I have done wrong things and I, I keep on searching for answers where there are not. Today, I come to acknowledge you as a loving father who's got his loving arms stretched waiting for me to come home and to hug me and to give a party in my behalf. I recognize that I need you, Lord, in my life. I may not feel much as a son today, worthy of your love, but I come to you I humble myself and I ask you, please, Lord, receive me back into your arms and heal me and change me and make me home again. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you pray that prayer with me this morning, I would invite you to uh, make contact with us because we would like to journey with you Uh, you could, could go to uh, zeochurch.com forward slash connect. And we would love to keep in touch with you and help you grow in your faith. And to those of us as well, as I said, that are struggling with relationships. And you recognize this morning that your heart is burdened. That somehow there are relationships with people that you live with or people that you know that things are not quite right at this moment and you felt in your heart while I was sharing the word of God this morning that you want to make peace with them that you want to forgive that you want to be able to reach them I want you to pray with me as well Father God We thank you for this opportunity that you give us today. Father's Day. Your day. The day that we want to celebrate unity and love. I want to ask you, Lord, strengthen my brother and my sister this morning. Give them courage this morning to do what you call them to do. To be people 
who are able to forgive those who trespass against them, those who hurt them, people who are ready to give that first step to reconcile. I pray, Lord, over them right now, a special anointing, Lord, and a confirmation that you are with them, that you are their strength, and therefore you are in the midst of all the troubles that they've been through. And you are saying, go in peace. I am with you. Lord, enable them today to make amends, Lord, to reconcile, Lord, and to feel free to worship you as you deserve without any distraction with a pure heart. So we thank you, Lord, for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. And we thank you for the renew of our lives today. We bless your name and we bless every household in Jesus' name. Amen.